Green Visions, Green Ideas. Hello, everyone. Uh, so this is Cassie Fischer again. Um, uh, and as usual, we are supported by allgoodspeakers.com. Uh, my guest today is Stefan Schaltiger, who is a professor for sustainability management uh, at the Leuphana University in Lüneburg in Germany. Um, and uh, he's actually one of the pioneers in uh, corporate sustainability uh, research in, in Germany. And uh, he's the, uh, the one who cre created the first MBA in sustainability management in the world. Uh, he's currently the director of the Center for Sustain Sustainability Management. And uh, what I really find fascinating about uh, your work, Hashalt uh, Egger, uh, is uh, that you work both from the um, theoretical perspective, uh, that you have projects on sustainability transformations, but that you also have very concrete uh, projects where you work, for example, on the modular design of smartphones, um, uh, uh, by means of which Uh, you can contribute to um, longer uh, technological lifespans. So a really broad spectrum. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, and um, maybe I uh, uh, ask you right away. So you write in one of your papers uh, that 70% of the global damage uh, is created by SMEs. So what do you do in order to mitigate uh, this or get like get that that? percentage of, uh, of damage down in your work. Thank you very much for the introduction and uh, hello everybody. Uh, the key uh, rationale which I follow is that uh, we will not have a sustainable development uh, on the planet without a sustainable development of companies. And as most companies are SMEs, um, uh, there of course a sustainable development of SMEs is needed. But we also know that the 100 largest companies in the world have contributed to around 80% of the CO2 emissions historically. So in other words, we should not neglect the large companies either. There is a huge transformation needed of current companies, whether small or large. And uh, the idea um, which we have pursued in research and also in our um, uh, practical collaborations is that a creative destruction of unsustainable products, organizations and markets is needed. This relates to Schumpeter's idea of entrepreneurship that uh, by offering more sustainable products, the unsustainable products which currently dominate the markets are made obsolete. So the idea is that through entrepreneurial activities and innovation of entrepreneurs, uh, transformation of markets is created. Okay. Now, this can only happen if um, the companies, if the organizations do not uh, remain incremental in the sense of that the improvements of the products and services are incremental, or that the organizations stay in the niche. They have to have an influence on the whole market. And so a lot of our research has dealt with the influence of small companies, organizations also on the mass market. And this doesn't mean that they have 
to get big themselves. That's one possibility, so-called uh, enlarging Davids. The small ones, the Davids, they get larger and larger, and therefore they have a stronger influence on the market. But it can also be that their ideas are so convincing or their um, products and services which they develop are so convincing that the large ones copy them or uh, even start to innovate further and therefore the large ones also uh, transform towards sustainability. That's what we then call, referring to, to other earlier research, um, the greening of the Goliaths. So the, the large uh, companies, the Goliaths, they uh, get uh, then greener. Mm -hmm. And what we particularly look at is then the interplay between the small and large uh, companies, uh, how uh, a competition for sustainability, not a competition about sustainability, but a competition for sustainability can be created through the co-evolution of uh, the market, uh, created through the interaction between the small and the large companies. Mm -hmm. So is it uh, fair to say that uh, business models are your, your, the starting point for, uh, for both for your analysis, but also uh, for as, as drivers for uh, the uh, like greening the industry? Uh, yes, uh, business model innovation and business model transformation is a, a key aspect in order to transform the organization in a way that it uh, contributes sustainable developments. Now, um, bluntly speaking, we could say that uh, most current organizations and companies, they uh, cause environmental problems, which are more or less big, through their products and services and the production and through their supply chains, etc. And what most companies tend to do is they try to reduce these negative impacts. And um, I've also done a lot of research in the area of sustainability accounting and measurement. And this is mostly focused on uh, reducing the negative impacts. However, and, that, and that's fine. However, we're not going to have sustainable development if you only reduce being bad. Uh, what we need is the organizations have to become positive, good, in the sense of creating contributions to sustainable development. And that means that they have to link this to the so-called macro and meso level of society. The meso level would be markets, networks, professional uh, associations, etc., industry associations. And the macro level would be um, for instance, uh, described by the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals or the planetary boundaries um, on, the, um, uh, on the map for the whole planet. And uh, in order to change your uh, business in a way that it creates positive contributions to solving uh, climate change problems, to solving the problem of uh, biodiversity loss, to solving the problem of poverty, um, etc., et injustice, etc. Um, you mostly have to transform your business model. The business model basically describes the value proposition, what you offer to your customers, uh, how you create it, so the value creation, um, then the value delivery, how you bring this value proposition to your uh, customers, and then the so-called uh, value capture, how you earn from it. And to give uh, an, an easy example, um, car companies, automotive uh, manufacturers, they 
uh, earn money typically by selling cars. And every car that's sold creates problems. It needs space, it needs resources, um, and it is a potential um, killer of people and it uh, creates exhausts and contributes to uh, climate change. Now, replacing selling cars by selling uh, mobility services requires a fundamental change of the business model. You're offering something completely different. You're not offering the sale of uh, a car, but you're offering uh, the use of a car or, the, or, or other uh, mobility services like ride sharing or um, ride pooling, etc. And that means you have to also redesign the financial model. How do you earn from it? Um, do you have a club fee, a club membership fee, uh, fee or uh, do you earn per minute or do you charge uh, per kilometer, uh, etc.? How, how does that work that the customers are convinced and that you as a company can still live from it and uh, pay the salaries of your employees? So these are then the, the challenges. And as these challenges are extremely complex, like most sustainability challenges are, and very often specific solutions are needed. So for instance, mobility services in the rural region uh, have to look completely different than in an urban region. And as the solution very often is not known, um, a process of innovation is needed. And as no discipline and no company usually has all the knowledge and as the solutions are not at hand, as the solutions have to be developed, it is absolutely key to take what we call a transdisciplinary approach of research and practice collaboration to co-create um, co innovations and to co-create um, knowledge in order to find solutions and further develop solutions over time. So participation of stakeholders is a key part and has always been a key part of uh, the sustainable development agenda. But I think it has to go further than just participation. It's not that the company should allow uh, stakeholders to be involved, but should actively involve them in a way that they are uh, partners at eye level in joint product, projects. And by doing that, you change also, not just the business model, but you change also the business case that results from it. Mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of companies, they think that by applying the best available technology, they uh, can create a responsible business case. And that's what's promoted and also communicated a lot in sustainability reports and promoted in, by politicians, etc. But that means that everybody just adapts to the best available technology that exists. But as we very often have to develop new technologies, new forms of organization, completely new business models, therefore further in, uh, innovation is needed. And this can be done in collaborative processes. And then uh, other types of business cases emerge from that. That's what I call a collaborative business case for sustainability, because it's not clear how the business model and the business case will look like that is developed as the solution is not clear, but it emerges and develops over time through the um, intense interaction between 
uh, different um, practitioners who have uh, practical expertise and uh, different academics who have uh, expertise and knowledge from different disciplines. And so this is what we then try to do as part of our research, which is then, of course, uh, fairly practice-oriented research. But uh, also we try to reflect these processes very much. And that's what we, for instance, are doing with um, our um, innovation network on uh, smartphones, modular design of smartphones. We bring actors from the supply chain, uh, from OEMs, original equipment manufacturers, like Samsung, Shift Phone, Fairphone, etc., together, and also users and also actors who uh, repair and um, refurbish these uh, smartphones. And we provide impulses and into the discussion and the exchange. Um, of and, and, and the informed discussion then between all the actors uh, then leads to completely new um, ideas and solutions. That's the idea of this transdisciplinary approach of developing sustainability management knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, uh, could you would that lead to certain recommendations? What uh, like companies that already uh, are um, working in this area or would like to be become more sustainable? Uh, would you have recommendations for, for those or also for sustainable entrepreneurship? So uh, to in, uh, implement such structures in their, in, uh, in their companies like from scratch? Yes, there are a lot of recommendations you can draw from that. One, for instance, would be while a, a lot of companies issue sustainability reports and put a, a lot of effort and uh, manpower into um, uh, developing and communicating these sustainability reports. Um, I find this is all right and can be part of the process, but is by far not sufficient. Um, What you rather need uh, is not a one-way communication. Uh, Even a stakeholder dialogue is not sufficient where you have an interaction between stakeholders and representatives of the company. But you have to go much further in the sense of involve the stakeholders try to think of what are the sustainability problems in, in a discussion with the, uh, with the societal stakeholders like NGOs from the environmental and social area. Um, what are the problems? What solutions do they see? And what conclusions could be drawn from that to found new organizations um, that, um, for instance, develop standards, uh, labels, um, and... and uh, audit processes, et cetera, for instance. Um, so this, this collaboration uh, is, is key. And that means that communication is then uh, or becomes conversation. And that is a huge difference to reporting. Um, yes. Reporting can be a starting point and one minor input into a conversation but a conversation and then even a collaboration where you jointly work on solutions and uh, further develop them uh, can be an excellent starting point for developing and founding a new company for entrepreneurs who deal with startups, but also for entrepreneurs who create spin-offs from companies, um, existing companies, 
or who want to change their um, existing company. So I think that's for me is, is, is one uh, key aspect uh, that you are open enough to involve others, to color, uh, collaborate with them. And that very often also means that you have to think about ways how to empower these uh, social uh, stakeholders without uh, corrupting them, without making them dependent. And that requires very often specific formats like foundations where you provide funds. As a large company, for instance, you provide funds to that foundation and the foundation then organizes these processes with various companies and with various um, societal stakeholders. Um, so yes, I, I think you, you can draw a lot of conclusions from that. And one of the conclusions, of course, is also that uh, individual actors play a key role. Um, organizations are, are not, um, you know, monoliths or um, they, these are social organizations. There are people in there and people interact. And therefore, it, it's key that you have so-called change agents for sustainability, people who have knowledge and motivation and uh, perceive also that they can, can influence something. Um, and uh, they, these, these people have to be empowered in order to um, fruitfully uh, develop the organization towards thinking about uh, sustainability more and uh, to having the courage to engage in uh, sustainability projects with maybe also unknown uh, results. I would love to ask like 20 more uh, further questions uh, uh, to you, but I'm afraid we have to uh, stop here. Uh, thank you so much for Uh, all your uh, interesting information and uh, maybe we'll uh, ask you again at some point in time to tell us more about your, your uh, really exciting work. Um, thank you so much for the moment and uh, yeah, have a, uh, have a good day. Thank you very much for the interview and all the best. <laughs> thank you.